Hi everyone, welcome to Dr. Mommy Speaks Parenting Podcast. Today's episode is for all parents who are struggling with a highly sensitive child. Being a mom of two toddlers has made me realize that all behavior is communication. Children can't really express themselves, especially when it comes to the big feelings like anger and frustration. So let's begin with decoding our child's behaviors like shouting, shouting, slamming doors and throwing things. I'm sure we all have had our fair share of these. And to provide us with some valuable insights in child behavior, we have with us the author of the famous children's book, Just As You Are, celebrating the wonder of unconditional love. She is a speaker, a parent coach, who has a track record for moms for showing moms how to reduce their child's anger and anxiety by 80% within six weeks. These stats got me charged up as a parent. <laughs> she has featured in British magazines as a parenting advice expert and has featured as an in-house coach for the Big Life Journal. She's also been named as the child whisperer by Moms Worldwide. Please welcome Jen Harrison all the way from London. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, hi. It's really good to be here with you today. I can hear your excitement, so I love that. <laughs> it really makes it exciting for me to be here. <laughs> Great. All right. So we have a huge question line of questions for you. Let's get started. And can you mm. uh, start by first explaining to us who is a sensitive child? And what are his traits? Because I'm sure most parents miss on this and they label their child as mischievous or naughty mm -hmm. rather than understanding the cause for his behavior. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. I think the best way to just rather than just giving you a description is to relate it to my own childhood. And predominantly, this is why I was called to do this work. Um, I obviously grew up as a sensitive child and the way that that trait showed up for me was that I just picked up on everybody's mood in the home. So however my parents were feeling, I picked up on it. And I would say picked up on it more than my siblings did. Um, it really seemed that I struggled a lot through my childhood because I was so, um, so, so aware of how everybody felt in the home so how it would show up for a child is if your child is um it's often if your child is showing uh, having meltdowns more than their siblings or if they're struggling in busy places they might be struggling to settle at bedtime because they've had um so much of a busy day that sensitive children really struggle to then wind down at night time so I would say that the way that it shows up is children are showing, like you rightly said, their behavior through their communication. They're just showing it. Now, some children don't express it that way. Some children, like I was as a young child, go more inside of themselves. So they actually um, wouldn't express how they feel. And they might say, I have a tummy ache. And that was the way that I communicated how I felt um, a lot between about the age of eight and 10. I went through a period of time where I was feeling really anxious and my mum would be constantly taking me to the doctors because I would be saying I have a tummy ache or I feel sick. And um, this is something that I'm really passionate about, understanding what your child is saying 
um, or what any human being is saying to you because they're saying one thing but you as a parent really need to learn what like translate that language because if my mum and dad had understood what I feel sick really meant which was I don't feel safe I feel worried I've got you know these emotions going on inside they wouldn't have kept constantly being taking me to the GP thinking it was a physical thing and the GP wouldn't have kept looking at me like with a blank face look there's nothing wrong with her so um yeah it's really important that we start to understand what how sensitive children express themselves knowing that there's nothing wrong with them sensitivity is just a personality trait it's a beautiful thing to have in a world where so many people believe that they need to like repress their emotions all right so uh, mostly you're like uh, little kids do bottle up their emotions and what parents need to do is try to interpret them not go by directly what the children are speaking mostly because they don't have an outlet they don't know actually an outlet as to how to express themselves mm, all right exactly so moving on um being a highly sensitive child means you pick up on other people's behaviors like you said and the mood of the people around you so how can we practice mindful parenting to help our sensitive child steer through everyday uh, situations mm-hmm. yeah so it really begins with us um it really begins with us recognizing the impact that our emotions have on the people around us so if you're a parent the children in your home are greatly impacted by how you feel so it really begins with us taking responsibility for our emotions our own childhood how we've been raised all of the things that we have going on within our mind and modeling that to children so how that would look practically would be if we um yelled at a child or we were trying to rush them to school or we were doing something because we were feeling stressed we can communicate to them that that wasn't um a loving way to speak to them so and this has such a great impact on how they feel so let me like talk you through how that would practically look so i'm something that you would hear my me speaking to my clients about a lot would be owning how you feel and then expressing that to your child so for instance if um i was to yell at a child um or get stressed at them um because they wouldn't go to bed <clears throat> excuse me um they wouldn't settle to sleep the next morning or, or or later on in the day i could say to them you know yesterday i was feeling really angry so you're owning how you feel which that anger is is just an emotion but then you're explaining to them and i shouted at you and it's that part that was wrong of me So me getting angry is just my emotion that's for me to work on but the fact that I then expressed that and shouted at you that was wrong of me and you wouldn't have felt loved by me in that moment so we're constantly modeling to children that how I express my emotions is impacting you um and really that's where the work starts it's not about how can i just help my child with their emotions it's about recognizing that as the adult i have a massive impact on how you feel and if you're sensitive 
you better believe that you're picking up on my emotions because that's that's like the whole trait of a sensitive person you just know how everybody around you is feeling so this is vital information for sensitive parents to learn okay so uh one thing i really liked in this answer was that uh in, instead of looking out for ways of how to make your child um, help your child express his anger and work on his emotions we first need to work on ourselves because yes. we are, <laughs> we are yeah. with our kids at all time and they are literally emulating us and every behavior of us so if you want your child yeah. to get better at something you get better at it first 100% we can only teach through modeling something and we can only model it by actually living it ourselves and I think a lot of people until you know that a lot of people I can understand why a lot of parents would think oh it's just about please help me learn how to teach my child this but we can't just teach a child to be different with our emotions we need to model it and it, and it really all, does all begin with us this is so relatable we are just on the lookout for some sort of manual or parenting book which is going to give us yes. top 10 tips top five things <laughs> yeah. that's not how it's done you have to yeah. work on it this is really nice. yeah we have to do the real work and it, it it is work but you know it's worth it because if the amount of parents that I've coached that have said oh my gosh I came to you for my child and then I realized it was actually me that needed the support and to work through things and that wasn't really what they wanted to, to like <laughs> learn straight away but the impact 12 months down the line that that then has had on their well-being is huge so it's well worth it <laughs> <laughs> so it's like parenting done right yes <laughs> okay so moving on let's talk a bit about empathy Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another and being empathetic towards a sensitive child will help you reduce in reducing their anxiety. Now, I know it's really easier said than done. How do we put this into practice? Mm, it really is easier said than done. I, I can sit here and tell you what works, but as human beings, we really need to live, practice this and live it out and we're going to make so many mistakes. Um, I think the best advice um, that I can give on this is recognising that your child is doing their best. And I think that because, because growing up, most of us didn't have parents that knew how to show empathy. Um, a lot of us grew up with... Um, this feeling of it's not okay to feel feelings it's not okay to make mistakes and so we then put that onto the children around us so if we haven't experienced how it feels to be to be really accepted no matter how we feel um, my children's book talks about this like how many mistakes we make if we haven't experienced that it's really difficult to pass that feeling onto another person whether that be our partner or our children so I think firstly it starts with recognizing that your child is doing their best you're doing your best but also if you haven't got somebody in your life right now who can metaphorically hold your hand because most of us can't hold hands with people like physically at the moment but if you if you don't have somebody who can emotionally hold your hand 
and say, do you know what? You're doing okay. It's okay that you feel this way. You're doing your best. My best advice is find somebody who can be that person for you. Because when you feel what it feels like to experience empathy yourself, you're uh, you're going to find it so much easier to just pass that loving feeling on to your children. So again, it's it's emphasizing the fact that the work does start with us. It, it isn't we can't teach empathy. We can't just show empathy if we if we we don't know what it feels like ourselves. <clears throat> it's impossible. All right. Even in my exhaustive search for resources on how to teach empathy to my child, I did come across um, this thing, you know, uh, it's actually a personal experience. I'll bring it up here because it's um, proper. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have this, I have two toddlers and the elder one is always picking on the younger one. This is, I'm sure everyone can relate to this. That's what they do when they're free or they're bored or they don't get anything. They pick on the younger one. So we yes. Uh, initially we began with you got to say sorry to her you got to hug it out it worked for some time but then after a period of time that sorry didn't have any meaning he would just go hit her say i'm sorry and walk it off just walk away without feeling anything yeah. then we uh, started this thing and it actually worked we uh, started telling her that see now your little sister's crying she's feeling bad how are we going to make her feel better and by saying yeah. that we just transferred the mantle onto him that in his hands that now it's your responsibility to think of something that will make her feel better for the first uh, few mm. times there was nothing his he was blank but then once we showed him that see this is her favorite doll if you give this to him she feels good or give her a sweet then she feels good so he would start looking around at the toy shop that what belongs to her uh. just run and bring it to her and it worked such a charm it was a really nice thing yeah i love that so so in that what comes to mind for me is um you're teaching him what her love language is as well so you're saying you know when she feels sad this is something that helps her feel peace again or feels happy again um yeah and I think that's a wonderful thing for children to understand other people's needs because we all um we all need we all have the fundamental same need, which is to feel loved and seen and heard. Um, But everybody experiences that in a different way in terms of, sorry, let me rephrase that, our love languages. So, so we all feel it in a different way. So, you know, for, for her, it might be that she likes a cuddle. So it's like letting him know what works for her. So, yeah. yeah. And I love when you said, um, you're you're teaching him how she felt so I think I think many of us have been taught or we think that you know if I just say to the child well just say sorry I think we're also so um obsessed with this we've got to teach children to say sorry that like you rightly said we miss so much that happens before that it's put what it's absolutely pointless that a child just learns to say sorry sorry and and what impact did my actions just have on my um sibling so I think like you said that the most important part is the section before which is let me teach you the what impact your actions just had on your little sister um, she feels sad. She felt scared. She didn't like it when you took that toy off her. She felt um, afraid in that moment. 
And it gives us an opportunity to bring feeling words in and teach children about emotions. And gosh, like if if I had learned that at a young age, like it would have been life changing. We we don't get most people don't get taught in this stuff in school and most parents aren't equipped to teach their children. So it stands to reason that so many people in this world are walking around not having a clue how they feel. And if they have children, they don't have a clue how to teach their children about how they feel. Like, can you see, I feel really passionate about this, but can you see how important just that one thing you say to your children is, is huge? It sounds so small, but if every family knew how to speak to their children in that way, what impact that would have on the world that we live in? Like we'd all be able to express ourselves. We would know how we feel. Like it's just huge, the ripple effect that these parenting tools have on on the world. I can see how passionate Mm. you are about this. Yeah. (laughs) Just yeah, as you as you said it, it's just sometimes um, as a coach, I can get so lost in just helping individual families that I I forget the impact that actually this has on the world like as each family learns these things the impact that this has the ripple effect that this has on the rest of the world is absolutely huge and don't we need this like the world that we live in you know everybody feels so many people feel anxious and depressed and stressed and most of the time it's just that we don't know how to label our feelings and we we've never experienced any level of empathy before and and everybody needs that so much you know uh, i actually feel that feelings are really underrated and especially considering two uh, things like adults having their feelings and children having their feelings Adults literally don't give a uh, care about their feelings, but then just because children are so sensitive that we need to change ourselves so that children learn how to express themselves. And empathy is just one. There's anger, there's Mm. frustration, satisfaction, desires. So many things need to be taught to them. And imagine our child is going out into the world without knowing any of this. And then he has to find out on his own how to deal with this, a little child. Now, when I sit back and think of this, um, it is really putting exactly. on spine. Another amazing thing that you said, I'd like to uh, highlight it, it again. It that, really is, isn't it? It's huge. Uh, that uh, you said that uh, we first have to learn uh, because we are less empathetic, primarily parents, us parents. And it's because our parents were less empathetic. Rather, they didn't give much importance, mm-hmm. to, f- importance to feelings as we are, our current generation is giving importance to it. Yes. Yeah. Parenting is like learning and unlearning tons of things. That's mostly because of the way we were parented. Yeah, 100%. And like you say, I think we have to recognize that in our generation this is something that has become more prevalent and you know before that there wasn't a lot of information out there so this isn't a blaming game this isn't saying well you know all of our parents should have known better they didn't have the support or information but 
but let's come into the present moment we do now and there's so much we can do now to um impact the generations going forwards and really that's why I do this work um I know the impact that this will have on on children's future and um yeah I am passionate about it (laughs) as you can tell that that's really great can you tell us something more about your course on uh, parenting and who is going to benefit who should approach you hey I've said through this podcast anybody who can anybody who has listened to this and felt oh my gosh like something has just they've just realized that actually I can see how I need that support for me um, until I make those changes within me. Nothing's going to change within my children. Thank you so much, Jen, for such an insightful session and a chat. I loved it. (laughs) Yes, it was fun. We got both got quite passionate about it. (laughs) Yeah, passionate and carried away. Listeners, please don't mind, but (laughs) we had fun. All right, guys, so you can find Jen on her Instagram page as The Highly Sensitive Child and do connect with her on her website, thesensitivechild.co.uk for all her online courses for parents and children. And do check out her new upcoming book as well in the next coming months. Also, we have linked her book, Just As You Are. All the links will be mentioned in the show notes below. That's it for today, you guys. Until then, happy parenting.